Hey everybody, this is Dr. Ryan Berlin. You're listening to Align Your Health on 55KRC, the talk station. This is the show about maximizing your health through real health solutions without drugs and surgery. I'm sitting here with my wife, Ashley Berlin. And uh, if this is your first time listening to us, we just want to say welcome. And uh, we're excited to have you here today. we got an amazing topic. And the biggest thing for us is that we really want to help people through their health and help them avoid going down the rabbit hole of getting on that, that medical merry-go-round and keep going around and having uh, to use drugs and surgery and, and really just um, hoping they magically get better um, from those things when in reality we see it going so far in the other direction for most people. But the biggest thing is we want to tell some stories. And the reason we love stories, the reason we love um, talking through some of the things that we see every day in our office is because we just really feel like people matter. Right, Ash? Absolutely. And we feel like people matter, not just to us, but that people matter um, to their creator, that we were created to have life and have it abundantly. We believe that that health is really the natural state in our bodies and that our goal um, together is just to, to sit here over the next hour with you guys and walk through some stuff that we deal with every single day that, um, that we, we hope to shed some light on. Today, I know that Ashley was excited. We were talking on our way here in the, in the car, and she was talking about specifically one of the things that we're going to be going over and how she feels like it's just such a misunderstood topic and that really so many people... Uh, when they use the word that we're going we're gonna to be talking about later, don't even really understand what that word means. And so I'm just excited to, to break down this topic today. Ash, why don't you share with them what our topic uh, of today is? Yeah, so we're going to be talking about heart disease. And heart disease is um, a huge issue in the United States. When we talk about, um, you know, we can, we can break down a few of the stats on um, the heart disease burden that we actually have in America, that about 600,000 people die of heart disease in the United States every year, and that's one in every four deaths. And you guys, this is near and dear to my heart. Um, my grandfather passed away when my mom was 10 years old, and he died of a heart attack. He died of heart disease. And um, my mom grew up without a dad. And I grew up without a grandfather because of heart disease. And so um, it's actually, you know, even in studying for uh, what we were going to talk about, what we're talking about today, um, it was actually very emotional for me to really look at it. Because for me, I thought, you know, I wish that my grandfather knew what we know right now. And I wish that he could hear the information that we're delivering today. And I wish that he had someone in his life that knew this information and cared so deeply about him that they would have shared this information with him so that he could have turned that around before um, what eventually ended up happening to him happened and he passed away. How, how old was he again? He was 36. And how old was your mom at the time? And my mom was 10 years old, yeah. And this stuff happens all the time. In fact, one of the stats we were going over, I mean, we could, we have lots of them in front of us of how devastating heart disease is, but the one that really hits me the most is that one in every four deaths in the entire United States is from heart disease. Yeah. So that means, like, we all know people who passed away, and we all have our time, but the devastating thing about heart disease is how young it typically takes people. And to think that one out of four people die that way, that's just extremely disturbing. It's its literally the leading cause of death for both men and women. But, um, Ryan, more than half of the deaths due to heart disease in 2009 were men. And so we're, re I mean, we're talking about, I mean, we're talking about my grandfather. We're talking about men. We're talking about men in their 30s. 
and 40s, young men, young men with families and, and, you know, a lot of life ahead of them. And so this topic is intense and it's necessary. And um, I hope you guys really like take out a notepad, write some things down. Um, this is also a huge opportunity. You know what? Right now, even before we start digging this material for some of you right now, you know, this is an issue. And I need to go ahead and like, I need to go ahead and jump on this issue. And so this is the the time where maybe right now you're thinking, I, I need to go ahead and just call the office right now. So if you want to get into Dr. Ryan's office, um, Align Chiropractic, his phone number is 513-755-3583. Or you can check him out online at alignhealthcenter.com. Yeah, we help people with heart disease every single day and not, you know, you're going to be surprised over the next hour, some of the facts that we're going to be dropping. I'm going to tell you guys right now that some of the number, not 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 some of, the number one, two, three things that are, are done medically to treat heart disease are actually some of the worst things you could possibly do. And there's medical research to back this up, that we're so far down this pathway that we can't even see how we ended up down this path to, to start with. And we're actually doing things that are extremely dangerous, causing more disease, and they're not fixing the problem. You know what the evidence of that is? If it was actually addressing the problem, we would have less or more heart disease. Less. And we, less. Have, we have more. And we have more every year. And so just that alone should be proof. And like, if you're listening and you work in the medical field, you know what I'm talking about. You know what I'm talking about. You know that the drugs and, and, and the things that we're doing are not preventing more heart disease. And because if they were, we would be seeing less of it. And we're not. We're seeing more of it. So um, one of the things that saddens me the most is that right now in the United States, we have a problem with kids developing heart disease. And we've never seen this before. But right now, 25% of children that are five and older already have plaque building up in their arteries. So 25% of children who are older than five uh, five years old already have plaque building up in their arteries. That was reported in the U.S. News and World Report. But also 60% of kids 15 and up, so 15 to 19 years old. They sixty percent of them have plaque building up in their coronary arteries. So what this sixty percent? That's the majority. That's over way over half. That's not okay. So this research suggests that many as as many as one third of all children are at risk for high cholesterol, which puts them at risk for heart disease. And conventional medicine views, you know, state that that's one of the major risk factors for heart disease. Here's the thing is that heart disease isn't normal with aging. And these stats show that, that we're seeing it at younger ages than ever. So it has nothing to do with aging. It has something to do with what we're doing now that we weren't doing years ago. So as much as I would love your grandfather to have known the truth then, that it's even more convoluted now because we're seeing heart disease come on at earlier ages and we're being told it's because of you know, cholesterol, and we're being told it's because of butter, and we're being told it's because we're not taking enough statins. And uh, go ahead, because I'm about to get frustrated. <laughs> well, I think the, the interesting thing is, is that for me, so looking at my grandfather passed away then, and knowing that my mom currently, um, at 70 years old, uh, battles with heart disease. Um, what what I know now is that is that if I was someone who was in the traditional medical model. I would think that heart disease is normal with aging, 
Okay. Yeah. And I would I would be in the in the mindset where I know it's inevitable. I know where that's going to end up. Oh, especially because if you had a family history of because it. Because I have a family history. And we, did, and we discussed that last week about genetics. Right. 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 So we talked about genetics last week. Check out that podcast on iTunes, Align Your Health, or check out um, drryanlive.com if you want to hear that. Um, but but I'm the type of person that they would be saying to me, "You are going to end up with heart disease. Like that is your path." And that is absolutely a myth. That is not my path in life. And that the truth is, is that while heart disease is common in the United States and in Canada, it's absolutely not normal. Yeah, I think that's a great point. We interchange those words normal and common way too frequently. You know, people think this is normal when you age, that's normal when you age. I hear it in my office about, you know, arthritis or degeneration of the spine. Well, isn't that normal when you age? No, it's absolutely not normal. Your spine's supposed to last you your whole life and function really well your whole life. But it's extremely common for people to have lots of damage and degeneration in their spines, but it's not normal. Right, right. right. So if I'm walking into a doctor's office and I have a health, health like a history yeah. of heart disease in my family, which if it's if it affects one in four Americans and, uh, you know, it, it seems to me that um, the logical progression there is, is that most people are walking into a doctor's office, right, with some sort of heart disease in their family. Virtually um, everyone. Virtually everyone, right. So when we're, when we're walking into that office, what is it that a typical doctor, like in the medical model, like traditional medical medicine would recommend for a patient. Okay. All right. So for, first of all, comes some really stupid ones. So, and, and I, and I, I'm saying that <laughs> in a loving way, <laughs> yeah, in a loving way. And I don't mean to offend, but here's just the reality is, is when you hear, we talk about like the recommendations are just dumb. So the number, the number one is the number one re- me- recommendation is going to be, you have to take X, Y, and Z medication, or you have to stay on that medication if you're on it. Uh, I mean, man, you go in and you start looking at drugs, you start looking at Vioxx and you start looking at some of these beta blockers and you start looking at the research coming out on statins and the research coming out on these drugs say that number one, they don't actually prevent the problem that they're saying that they were supposed to prevent in the first place. And then number two, uh, there's like hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of known disease processes and and side effects, which I hate that term because... You know, like when you're in school, you never learn about cause and side effect. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> like there's there's causes and effects. And then side effect is just a funny name that we gave to the undesirable effects that happen to virtually everyone, given they take the drug long enough. That are a direct result of so, the drug that they're taking. Yeah, but we should call them the, the undesirable effects, not the side effects. Right. It makes it sound like, oh, these just kind of happen sometimes. No, they happen virtually all the time. Right. Given the person takes it long enough. So aside from medication which to a healthy person would be a poison. What they're going to tell you to do is eat a diet that's low in salt, right? And there's half truths here. These are all half truths. Eat a diet that's low in total fat. Eat a diet that's low in saturated fat. Eat a diet that's low in cholesterol, that's rich in fruits and vegetables. Take a brisk 10-minute walk three times a day or five days a week. And, and then the last one really is don't smoke. Right? Those are your basic recommendations that come from the CDC. The problem is the salt one couldn't be further from the truth if you're doing it properly. Like I said, have truths. The fat one is a total lie. The cholesterol one and the saturated fat one, science has proven in the last 30 years that one of the best things you can do is actually eat a diet high in saturated fat and cholesterol if you have heart disease. As long as you understand what's actually causing your heart disease, and it has nothing to do with any of the things that they just named. That's incredible. And by the way, the don't smoke on the last one, um, my grandmother's OBGYN 
when she was pregnant, told her to smoke to keep my mom's birth weight low. So, I mean, it's interesting how, you know, the, the recommendations coming from your doctor, I mean, these things can change, like they change like so dramatically over the years. And, you know, we're looking, you know, 50 years ago, they were telling my mom while she was pregnant to smoke. And now, now, you know, I'm glad that they know, I'm glad yeah, they know go, better. Go do a Google image search about doctors recommending smoking and just read, like, it's so crazy. The medical community used to recommend smoking to keep your birth weight down. And they used to recommend like, it's the, like, I mean, there was a time when they were they were recommending that uh, people actually use like parasitic worms to uh, to keep their you know to get their weight under control and stuff like that. And they're like uh, the medical the medical science is is never going to be better than principles of health that we can just get from understanding how God created our bodies and how they work. That their their research their their um, their their scientific studies their their trends in medicine will never outdo the principle and so our goal today is to talk about where a heart disease actually comes from to talk about the simple things that you can do to correct this and then we're going to share some mind blowing science with you that that has been being studied for at least 100 years and is now one of the most studied phenomenons in all and all of medicine and medical research. And we're going to go through the relationship between your nervous system and the way your heart functions and really the nervous system and the way all your organs function. But we're going to share some of the latest research with you that's going through and really pointing out how the principle of above, down, inside out health comes from, from your brain through your nervous system and through your nerves over your spinal cord. So Hang out with us. We are going to be breaking all this down. Give us a call at 513-755-3583. Don't wait till the end of the end of the call because you're going to overwhelm Emily with the phone calls like you did last week. Um, give us a call now and get set up um, to get checked out in our office at Align Chiropractic. You're listening to Align Your Health on 55KRC, the talk station. Hey, everybody, this is Dr. Ryan Berlin on 55KRC, the talk station. You're listening to Align Your Health. And uh, my wife and I are just going through heart disease and talking about, um, you know, the devastating effects of it. And here's the reality is we don't have to tell most of you how devastating it is that most of you have friends or family members who um, are currently either dealing with this or have dealt with it. And some of you guys have, you know, like Ashley was talking about with her, her, uh, grandfather and her, uh, even her mom has, has dealt with this issue to some degree that, um, that this is something that, you know, we, we all have had some sort of experience with. It's, it's one out of four people. So, you know, Ash, let's go in. We started, we started off, you know, talking about the principle and, and really when we say the principle, what we mean is chiropractic and the principle that our bodies are designed to heal. God put an amazing power inside of every single one of us. And, um, you know, we just, we just need to, we were, I think it's beautiful. Um, you know, you touched on this earlier very briefly, but that health is our, like health is the state that we live in. It should be our natural state. It's our God given state. It's, it's, he designed us to be healthy. Exactly. And then the state of disease is not the natural state. No, that's the abnormal state that happens when number one, there's interference via the problems that we deal with in chiropractic via interference in our nutritional right. principles and guidelines, interference and stress. But the major interference that we deal with is the one that's, that's a, 
a disconnection from the intention that God has from us from not understanding or believing how our bodies are supposed to function. That the the mental disconnection, the mental interference, the the disbelief that we have a innate ability and or right to be healthy and that we just simply need to follow the we just simply need to follow the the design and and understand the the relationship between having a physical body and how it actually functions and the more that we can get in line that's why we called our practice in the show align your health or align chiropractic because our job is simply to align ourselves with the way god created us absolutely and it's beautiful to, i mean that's literally our job is like we teach people every day how to get in line with how god created with us and it's such a beautiful thing and you know um it's interesting we're so new school that we're actually old school that the, the way that things are are trending right now right with the with the way our medical community is and and the way people believe health and view it is that we're we're so old school that we're actually new school we're ogs we're ogs and if you're and, if you're older on the if you don't know that term that's one you got to go google it um but yeah we're we're ogs we're original gangsters of health and what that means is that the research currently is like is readdressing issues we talked about a century ago. <laughs> a century ago. So you guys we're going to talk about a landmark study that happened in 19 19- 21. We're jumping into the Wayback Machine. <laughs> We're jumping in the Wayback Machine. And um, you guys, there was a there was a gentleman, a medical doctor, and he was out of um, Pennsylvania. And his name was Dr. Windsor. And Dr. Windsor was, um, he heard these, what he believed, maybe even uh, we could call them, I'll take a little poetic license, but maybe he believed that they were audacious claims from chiropractors that you could adjust the vertebrae and you could clear out interference and you would say healing within the body. And it se- and, and at that time, um, in the 1920s, you, you guys got to know the lay of the land a little bit, that um, in the late 1800s is really when pharmaceuticals started coming onto the scene. Yeah, the, started- fir- the first pharmaceuticals were actually coming out. I mean, <laughs> one of the first ones, Bayer, who Bayer just bought Monsanto, and they're like one of the most evil uh, chemical companies in the world at the moment, according to my opinion. I'm going to insert that there. Um, I'm sure they mean well in a lot of ways, but they're producing a lot of crap that's poisoning people. And right. they were doing that from day one. You know, So in their defense, they've just been doing it forever. Their first chemical they produced was heroin, and it was designed as a cough syrup. Right. So... That's interesting. <laughs> That's so bad. So, so we're talking about back in the day, um, the Windsor autopsy. So, what happens is that this this um, medical doctor, Doctor Windsor, wants to go out and prove or disprove the claims that there's a connection between um, the spine and the nervous system and organs that are diseased in the body. So, he wanted to know um, how do chiropractors or they get people better without drugs or surgery, right? And so, he planned this experiment where he would dissect human and animal cadavers and see if there was a relationship between the health of the spine and any disease organs that they had. Yeah. And what's interesting is it wasn't just chiropractors back then. It was osteopaths who were talking about this too. And they stopped talking about it when they got prescribing rights. So once they started to get into the lucrative you know, side of medicine, and they stopped adjusting the spine and they stopped, um, you know, working to, to work with the, the power in the body and started working from outside in with drugs. And so Dr. Windsor was actually looking. He's like, all right, all these osteopaths, all these chiropractors are saying they adjust patients and they start healing and they're healing from major diseases. So his, 
his his research was that he did this. He got permission to do these autopsies on cats and cadaver, human cadavers. There was a, a rate around 100 of them, just under 100 of them. They harvested or, or found 221 diseased organs. And so what his study was is he goes, okay, if what they're saying is true, then where the nerves come out of the spine to go to these organs, I should find problems in the spine in those areas, specifically bad curvatures and degenerative damage. And so here, here's what happened was it was virtually 100% correlation. That's amazing. Out of 221 diseased organs, 212 of them were observed to belong to the exact, exact same sympathetic spinal nerve segments as vertebra, which were either degenerative or it placed in bad alignment and curvatures. So this, they did not expect this to coincide but what he found was he said virtually 100% correlation between diseased organs and interference or damage on the nervous system from the spine. So in all 20 cases of heart disease and pericardium conditions, the first upper five thoracic vertebrae were misaligned or involved. Yep. In lung conditions, out of 26 cases, all 26 of them had vertebrae from T1 through 4 involved, which goes directly to your lungs. Stomach diseases, guess what? All nine cases of stomach disease had thoracic vertebra T5 through 9 involved. Liver disease, all 13 cases. You're getting the point here, right? Yep. Yep. I mean, virtually 100%. All five cases of gallbladder issues, T5 through 9. Pancreas, all three cases of pancreas issues, T5 through 9. And so he went through and was able to, to correlate this. And what he, what he did is this research was groundbreaking because even though, here's the funny thing, even though the medical profession has largely ignored Dr. Windsor's work, just like we talked about the other day, how they have largely ignored what Hippocrates said 400 years ago, because they're so heavily influenced by the pharmaceutical companies, what this did was this opened the door for research that started a complex relationship of research between problems in the spine, vertebral subluxations, and internal organ diseases or damage or dysfunction in the nervous system that leads to internal organ diseases. And this field is literally one of the fastest growing, most exciting areas of research today. If you don't believe me, go back to last, last week's podcast, go into iTunes, search Align Your Health, pull up last week's podcast on uh, why your DNA is not your destiny. And we went through and showed piece of research after piece of research after piece of research that showed the, the nervous system is the master system controlling everything. And when it gets interfered with disease is the state that develops as a result of interference in the nervous system. But when your nervous system's healthy, the state that develops is your natural state, which is the state of health and healing in the body. Health and healing in the body. Exactly. And so you guys, you've heard the groundbreaking Windsor autopsy study now. You know it. And so our job, we talk about this all the time. Our job, my job, Ashley, your job, Dr. Ryan, our job is to share the truth with you. Absolutely. And your job is to decide as a listener, are you going to act on it or not? And so if you want to get into Dr. Ryan's clinic, the phone number is 513-755-3583, or you can find him on the web at alignyourhealth.com. Yeah. So the thing is like information, we can sit here and give you the studies, give you the information, teach you the truth. Some of you guys are hoping we share a tidbit with you about nutrition that's going to help reverse 
you know, heart disease. And we're going to go through a little bit of that. But the number one greatest principle we know is how your body heals involves your nervous system. So if you're going to start doing anything, then you need to involve your nervous system first. Because if you're, if you're planning on eating the right food to try to reverse heart disease, but your nervous system is damaged, then you're literally, you're literally working backwards. The other principle that we teach all the time is that information doesn't change anything. Action does. Absolutely. And then also alongside with action changing things and not information, there's this rate of, of uh, diminishing intent where the longer you wait, no matter how good your intentions, right now you're listening, you're like, I'm going to call as soon as this show is over, I'm going to call and I'm going to make an appointment. I'm going to go in and see, I've had heart disease for 15 years. I'm going to go see if they could help me out. And if maybe I have subluxations at T5 through, or T1 uh, uh, through 5 where the nerves go to my heart. Well, the longer you wait, the less likely you are to actually make that choice. So I encourage you right now, like Ashley said, call 513-755-3583. Get, get, get on the phone with Emily and let's get something scheduled. So let's go through cholesterol, Ash. This is the one that got you fired up today. <laughs> I love it. I love it because I think that, um, no, I don't think I know that 99% of people who talk about the subject cholesterol have 0% idea what they're talking about. And that's a bold statement and I get I it and I stand behind like it. <laughs> I stand behind it and I'm going to unpack why I stand behind that statement. But so let's start off. First of all, what is cholesterol? Yeah. So cholesterol is a substance in the body that your body m- mainly uses for healing things. It's a soft, waxy substance that's made by your liver. It travels in the blood as two different components. So you have HDL. You guys have all heard that. Your high-density lipids and your low-density lipids. And each one can be broken into different categories. But for right now, we're just going to talk about those like that. And um, they've been called good cholesterol and bad cholesterol. But uh, you do, I mean, do you honestly think God created you with like good guys and bad guys in your body? No. So it's just a matter of like us not knowing how they function or maybe us being in an environment where one appears to be the bad guy right. because it's, it's, it's over prevalent. Right. But here's what they are is your, your HDL, people call it your good cholesterol. It's there to help clean up your arteries, but it's very anti-inflammatory. So if it's very anti-inflammatory and people are good copying, bad copying this, what do you think your LDLs are? So those are what people are going to call your bad cholesterol. Yeah. And what are they really? They're really just a plo- pro-inflammatory um, cholesterol. Okay, so one of the major ways we heal is through inflammation. So right. it's not good to villainize inflammation. Right. That's how our body heals. If it wasn't for LDLs, if it wasn't for inflammatory processes, if it wasn't for swelling and, and inflammation in our body, you literally could not heal. Right. So one of the most dangerous things you could do is get your LDLs down too low. Absolutely. Because then you're not going to be able to inflame and heal. But we know due to our lifestyles, due to chronic stress, and due to um, bad information and doing the wrong things, that our inflammatory uh, response sometimes is way out of control. And because it's out of control, what we witness is that our LDLs tend to be way too high. Right. When they're too high, there is a potential that they could start forming plaque, but there's a whole different cause for why they plaque that they don't naturally just plaque for no reason. There's a reason why they do, but when they do plaque and that hard deposit starts to form the arteries, it begins to narrow the arteries, making them less flexible, more rigid, more brittle. They can tear more easily, create problems with stroke, um, block arteries, create uh, obstructions, and then lastly, they can start to create 
um, situations where you could develop like an embolism or throw a clot or something like that. Right. So track with us here because there's some people listening that are thinking, I just walked out of my doctor's office last week and he was still telling me that I have good cholesterol and bad cholesterol. Your doctor is 100% absolutely wrong. And there are tons of studies and all kinds of research that show that Time Magazine, Discover Magazine, all Science News Daily are all writing articles on how cholesterol is actually there to save your life. It's actually there to help you heal and repair, and that's the number one myth we want to bust when it comes to heart disease. And so stick with us. We are going to be breaking this down and talking about the truth of cholesterol and how it's your friend, and it's there to help you, not hurt you. Right now, if you're interested in checking out our office, go online and Too check us out names. there, alignhealthcenter.com. I love it. I love and it. And we will return in just a moment with Align Your Health on 55KRC, the talk station. Hey everybody, this is Dr. Ryan Berlin. This is Align Your Health on 55KRC Detox Station, and we are going over heart disease, busting the myths. The big one we're busting right now is cholesterol. The cholesterol conundrum is that your doctor is telling you that cholesterol is evil, and he's telling you especially your LDLs, they're your bad cholesterol. They're the bad guys. And And you guys, we've been lied to. Yeah, you've been lied to so much that LDL actually serves a purpose. It's it's there for a reason, but... um, in order to sell medication, they got to villainize something right. and they got to try to interfere or block something rather than teaching you the solutions, right? We're here to talk about real health solutions. So rather than teaching the solutions on how to get your body functioning better, how to eat in a way that doesn't produce the problems, um, they're just going to block what they're labeling as the bad guy. So let's break this down. I'm going to give an example. Ash, you know I've been teaching this one for years. Oh my gosh. This is one of my oldie but goodie favorite examples that you give. So like 10 years ago, I came up with this example. I don't even know how I came up with it. I think I was talking to someone about cholesterol and I happened to look up and there were like pipes up in the, on, our, on our ceiling. But remember we, ha- we did, we had leaky pipes in our ceiling in our first gym. <laughs> yes. <laughs> all right. So, so, so I want you to think about plumbing for a minute. We, we, we had a building that, you know, all the pipes um, in some of these big box uh, retail spaces, you know, come in through the roof or come in through the back of the building and then run above like a drop ceiling. And so I looked up and I saw a pipe, it was leaking and I was teaching this person about heart disease. And I said, okay, you have pipes in your body. They're called blood vessels. And your blood vessels um, have fluid running through them that's a very similar pH to water. So imagine we had you know, pipes in our building and we have water running through them. And that pH is supposed to be neutral. That way it doesn't damage the pipes, Right, um, doesn't eat through them. So if you had acid running through your pipes instead of water, what would happen to the pipes in time? It would, it would erode. It would eat away at it. Yeah, it would corrode them, and, uh, eat away at them, cause them to leak. Cause them... So if you have acidic blood running through your pipes in your body, what's it going to do to your blood vessels? It's going to eat away at them. Yeah, that's exactly what it does. It creates uh, perforations and micro traumas and bleeding. And there's this whole process. You want to get sciencey, look into something called von Willerbond's factor and how your blood vessels heal. But essentially what happens is we start irritating the blood vessels. And then as a result, they begin to swell. There's some inflammation that happens. Right. But the big thing is as those are, as those are eating away at those blood vessels and as the blood vessels get injured and they're swelling, we actually would bleed internally if it wasn't for one chemical. Oh, this and is this good. one chemical gets mobilized by our liver. It rushes to the scene and it starts plugging up these holes. And its job is actually to keep you from bleeding internally. And it's to keep your blood vessels from getting so damaged. So it's there to actually heal them. And what is that chemical called? You guys, it's cholesterol. Cholesterol. 
It's there to save you. But what happens is because the blood's acidic, the cholesterol starts to harden. It's supposed to stay soft and, and, and become part of the blood vessel and repair the wall and become a soft, pliable blood vessel wall. And um, instead what happens is that repair substance called cholesterol, due to the inflammation and more importantly due to what's causing the inflammation, which is the acidity, it begins to oxidize and it begins to harden and it, be- it begins to block up the vessel or it becomes a harden on the wall. In fact, it can actually make the, the new walls are being made out of this cholesterol and instead of repairing and becoming new healthy walls, they actually start to harden and become rigid and be a lot like a, like a hose that you left out all summer. You ever pick right. up a hose you left out all summer and, and didn't run any water through it? What happens? It becomes brittle and rigid and actually starts cracking. Right. And that's what can happen to your blood vessels. That's how people can start bleeding and developing strokes and stuff like that. In fact, this actually affected both our families because my, yep. my dad had a stroke in his, um, <clears throat> in his early 50s. And uh, for a minute there, we didn't know, you know, right. if he was going to make it. Right. And uh, and he had been playing golf earlier that day. He tore a blood vessel, and you know, we asked the doctors like what could have caused it, and they said, you know, whether whether it's twisting, uh, you know, and when he was playing golf to look at a ball, there's no movement that's going to actually cause you to have a stroke. That his blood vessels were actually predisposed from years of of this inflammation and irritation. So what's the number one ingredient in the entire body or that we put in our bodies that causes inflammation? We talk about this every, it's an anti-nutrient. It has to be sugar. Sugar's always the, sugar's always the bad guy. You guys, listen, I know that we just, you, you had cholesterol on your villain list for your entire life and we just told you it was a good guy, but I'm gonna tell you right now, sugar's a bad guy and he's always going to be a bad guy. Yeah, and you know, and there are, sugars do things in the body, but we're not talking about the sugar that you can make from your own, you know, tissues when you break them down. We're talking about dietary sugar that's added, that's pretty much a toxic substance, and and you know, anything less than a really, really, really tiny amount. And uh, what happens is that sugar creates an environment in our body where we become very acidic, and when we become acidic, cholesterol gets oxidized. And the truth is that cholesterol doesn't cause heart disease. The oxidation of cholesterol causes heart disease. But the cholesterol is there. It's on the scene to save you. So it's not the cholesterol. It's the oxidation of it. More people have heart attacks with normal cholesterol levels than elevated cholesterol levels. Lots of studies showing that. There's a higher death rate, actually, in people who have low cholesterol levels than high because we're lowering their cholesterol with what? Drugs, drugs, artificial and they drugs. still suffer heart disease, right? Right. So it's not the cholesterol because we lower the cholesterol. They still have heart attacks and heart disease. Statin drugs, the cholesterol lowering drugs, they lower cholesterol, but the mortality rates of heart disease, heart attacks and strokes aren't lowered. In fact, every, I don't know if they do anymore, but they used to have this displayed right on their website as a CYA that their the Crestor Lipitor used to say, it's been proven to lower the uh, lower uh, cholesterol, but has not been proven to lower the risk of heart disease, heart attack, or stroke. Well, then what the heck? What are we taking it for? Yeah. Why are we prescribing it to people? The risk factor, the amount that taking a cholesterol-lowering drug lowers your risk factor of heart disease is about 4%. Did you know that changing your nutrition, cutting out sugar, and starting to exercise lowers your, your risk factor for heart disease by about 24 to 70%, depending on the study? That's incredible. So why the heck are we taking a drug that's lowering our risk factor by 4% when exercising and eating well has been proven to lower our risk factor of heart disease by 24 to 70%? Because nobody can sell you exercise, right? Yeah. 
I mean, in a pill for like you have to go do it. Like, sure, you can hire a personal. And there's trainer. not a patent on exercise. There's not a patent on exercise. Here's no. the research on cholesterol drugs that they followed. Researchers in UK followed 114 patients who had heart problems who began taking cholesterol lowering drugs. So this is you know you go to your doctor, you're having heart issues. Here's here's a statin. What they found was that for every point they decreased their cholesterol, there was a 36 percent increased risk of death. So say your LDLs were really high, they're like in the 160s, 170s, and they want to lower them by 20 points. What that means is they just increase your risk of heart disease and a death of heart disease by 700% if they lower it 20 points. Like it's you do okay. the math on that. It's not okay. So you, it's, it's, it's disturbing. So the, the dangers of cholesterol medication, read them off some of the, the, the known effects of cholesterol medication. Oh, yeah, of course. So liver damage, neuropathy, severe joint pain and ligament rupture, muscle wasting and atrophy, heart failure. Hello? Heart failure? Isn't that what we want to prevent here? That's kind of weird, isn't it? That's the conundrum right there. Right. Um, It limits protection from cholesterol against cancer, depression, and it stops the CoQ10 production. Now, Walk me through that because this is really interesting, you guys. Yeah, so statin drugs directly interfere with some major stuff in your brain. So your brain tissue is made out of 60% what chemical? Cholesterol. Cholesterol. The rest is pretty much water. So you want to stay hydrated for healthy brain function, but you have to be eating lots of good fats, especially saturated fats that are high in cholesterol if you want to have a healthy brain. What happens is statin drugs block the cholesterol, and so you lower your cholesterol with these drugs, your brain and nerve tissue actually begin to deteriorate. You start blocking serotonin uptake sites, and you decrease serotonin, which causes depression. Mental fog, problems with mental acuity. If, if, I, listen, if you're taking a cholesterol medication right now, listen, I guarantee that you've already started to notice some of those effects, whether it's your memory, your mood. Um, your mental affect, how and you're if, feeling. If you haven't noticed it, talk to your family members. Talk to your family members. We had a family member who was taking uh, a heart medication, and that person was their mood was dramatically affected by it, dramatically to the point where we had to have some conversations about it because they they were unable to recognize it themselves. They just felt like they had a right to be irritated or angry about some things, but that was they couldn't even understand that that's not how they were previously behaving. CoQ10. So here's what happens. CoQ10 is an antioxidant that's needed to transfer energy from your food to your cells. So it's, it's required in order to make healthy cells. But it's inhibited when we're taking statin drugs because there's an enzyme that gets blocked that keeps us from, uh, from creating CoQ10. CoQ10 helps reduce inflammation and protects us from cancer and protects our body and organs from aging. It's also the primary building block for the cells of your brain and nervous system. So if you have been taking a statin drug, like Lipitor or Crestor or any other Tor, you need to be supplementing with CoQ10. You have to be. And then your second goal is changing your nutrition and your lifestyle so that your doctor is willing to move in the direction of helping get you off of the statins and those medications. Understanding, though, that they don't believe that it's possible. They don't believe that it's lifestyle. They believe mostly that it's genetic. So you're going to have to change your lifestyle enough and long enough to to show them that it's lowering. And then they're going to probably want to put you on uh, some other drug to, to go in the other direction. But you have to be willing to talk to them about this ahead of time. Let them know you're going to lower this through 
um, through nutrition and through some other things. You know, there's, there's Lipitor has been shown to decrease your cholesterol. Do you know that? Um, really, what we don't want to do is decrease it. We want to regulate it. Right. Right. Lipitor has been shown to decrease it, but not regulate it. Crestor has been shown to decrease it, but not regulate it. So those are the TORs, right? The Lipitor, the Crestor, the Zocor, the... what You know, there's one other TOR. There's a TOR that's been shown to regulate cholesterol in your body in a healthy way, not by decreasing it, by helping regulate it so it's utilized more appropriately. Guess what TOR that is? Your chiropractor. That's right. That there's a study done, and this came on July 1992 out of the Journal of Chiropractic Research and Clinical Investigation. And what they showed that the effects of regular chiropractic care were able to change your lipid metabolism. And they did this in 10 randomly studied subjects who were exposed to a stressful environment. They saw the total cholesterol and the LDLs, your inflammatory uh, lipids, were decreased by 70% in the subjects that were tested. 66% of the subjects were classified as borderline high to high risk, and they fell into a desirable range. 80% of subjects were classified as borderline high to high risk for LDL, fell into the the desirable levels. So this was awesome, awesome research that was done. Uh, There's another study showed that they demonstrated a tentative correlation between regular chiropractic care and improvement in the blood lipid levels. The correlation established was of significance because it was widely acceptable that blood lipid, level, blood lipid levels are excellent in assessing the risk associated with premature coronary heart disease. That's when they're out of balance. But what they do is try to put them back into balance with drugs. And then, so then the lipid profile goes low, but the people still suffer from heart disease. Well, in the chiropractic model, that didn't happen. Absolutely. Because I think I think the biggest point that you can take away from this is that any time you're trying to manipulate your physiology from the outside in, it doesn't work. Right. And that God put an amazing healing power inside of all of us. And that's the system that you have to work within. That's how it works. Absolutely. Guess what the side effects of chiropractic care are? You feel great. Better health. Better health. Better health. That's a major side effects. Maybe you're sore after your first adjustment or two ever, but that's but but better health. So rather than Zip, Lipitor, Zocor, Crestor, the best tour you could take for uh, heart disease, and we're going to break down more of this. There's research to back all this up. Chiropractor. Give us a call at 513-755-3583. You're listening to Align Your Health on 55KRC, the talk station. More to come. Welcome back to Align Your Health on 55KRC, the talk station. This is Ashley Berlin, and we're here today. We're talking about heart disease, and it's such a significant topic to us. And you guys, I have really good news for you. Um, you, We are actually doing a very in-depth two-hour speaking engagement talking specifically about heart disease. Yeah, so the stuff we're going over right now, we're going to take this to the next level. So if you're listening and this is uh, this is like you're like, holy smokes, have I not heard this? I've been on these drugs for years. Or my doctor right now wants to put me on these drugs. Or I have a family member on these medications. I have friends who are on these medications. Point them to our show. Have them listen to our, our podcast this week. Um, you know, you can find this. As soon as we're done today, you can find it on um, on iTunes. And you can search Align Your Health and find it in the podcast, uh, the Apple podcast. 
Um, you can also go on to drryanlive.com, click on podcasts, and they can listen to it there. But with this event coming up, get your friends to this event and they can register. Ash, where can they find it? Of course, you can go to www.drryanlive.com. Dr. Ryan Live hosts all of Ryan, Dr. Ryan's speaking engagements across the city. He does lots of lunch and learns, lots of different um, speaking engagements. This particular engagement is going to be Tuesday, August 21st from 6 to 8 p.m. up in Westchester. And it's going to be at the Journey Church in Westchester. Yeah. So Westchester, Ohio, that's where our office is located. Sometimes we get that question a lot. Uh, Dr. Ryan Live is D-R-R-Y-A-N-L-I-V-E.com, Dr. Ryan Live. And uh, also, so that's that website to register. If you're listening and you're you're wanting to come in and seek help, call us at 513-755-3583. And you can uh, also request appointment and download new patient paperwork at alignhealthcenter.com. Absolutely. We are breaking out. We were talking about some chiropractic literature. I want to share two more. These were on blood pressure because we're going to get into blood pressure in a moment. And these were, um, so this was McKnight and, and uh, Debauer that this happened. And there's also Gibbons, uh, Gibbons et al. These are two different studies that happened um, just in the last, uh, this is back in, man, this goes back all the way, uh, two of these go back all the way to 1977. What they found was altered metabolism and physiology in people who had decreased blood pressure um, and increased diastolic pressure. So they're having blood pressure issues. They received chiropractic care, and the authors concluded that uh, a chiropractic high-velocity, low-amplitude adjustment increased systolic and diastolic blood pressure and helped people with low, low blood pressure normalize their blood pressure. So didn't have to take a drug, didn't have to take uh, any, any of the medication, but were able to regulate their blood pressure simply through chiropractic care. Um, one of those studies said there was a statistically significant change in blood pressure in nor- normotensive subjects who had upper cervical subluxations, meaning bones that were out of alignment or not moving in their upper neck. There were 75 subjects studying this, studying this, and the vast majority of them, aged 20 to 35 years old, saw changes in their systolic and diastolic blood pressure. Um, there's been randomized controlled trials examining the effects of upper thoracic chiropractic adjustments on blood pressure. In 21 subjects with elevated blood pressure, only the subjects, uh, sorry, the subjects demonstrated to have thoracic vertebral subluxations. They were randomly assigned to one of three groups. So these were only people who had thoracic subluxations, bones out of alignment in their upper back. They were assigned to one of three groups, an active group, a placebo group, or a control group. Subjects in the active group showed statistically significant decreases in both systolic and Diastolic blood pressure, the placebo group showed none of those. Results supported that adjustments of the thoracic subluxation significantly reduces blood pressure of patients with elevated blood pressure. That came out of the Journal of Manipulative Physiology Therapeutics, and that is not a chiropractic journal. That is a journal that is uh, mostly uh, for uh, physical therapists, um, osteopaths, and then they do some chiropractic research. But there, there's studies over and over and over again. You want studies on arrhythmias. We have a family member that suffered from an arrhythmia. And I'll tell a story. The, uh, actually, this happened to a family member of ours that every time that they would go into uh, dysrhythmia, that I would adjust her and her heart would go back into uh, rhythm. Right. It was really awesome. But I actually have a patient. Um, he's, a, he's a friend of mine's dad, and his son is a chiropractor, and he... Uh, his son lives in a different state, so he referred his dad in to see me, and his dad was having tachycardia. So he's having a, you know, a dysrhythmia, meaning his heart rate wasn't normal. 
And so he sends his dad in to see him. We started adjusting him. And every time his dad would have a um, an, an arrhythmia, he would come in and we and we would adjust him and his heart would immediately go back into sync. How do we know that? Because we had a pulse oximeter right on his finger while we were adjusting him and we could see his heart rate start to regulate again. Right, right. And, and you know, I think that also speaks to this. If you want to know where other chiropractors across the country who have family members that live in Cincinnati send their family members, it's to Dr. Ryan's office. Yeah. We have three chiropractors in my office and we, we are all awesome at taking care of these types of conditions. And we all really have the faith and the certainty and how to take care of them. But more importantly, when you come in, we're going to be taking a, a static EMG. We're going to take x-rays. We're going to analyze those, mark over 30 different lines and angles on them, come up with a game plan. And then we're trained in specific correctional procedures and specific exercises. And we have specific equipment in our office that's designed to correct this. So not your average chiropractic care head and shoulders above the rest. And I can say that confidently because um, we have over 400 clinics across the U.S. that do exactly what we do and we all get the same results. So that gentleman comes in. Guess what the alternative was? Before, if he wanted to get his heart back into rhythm, he had to drive himself to the emergency room, go in, check in, wait for 30, 40 minutes for someone to finally address him. Then they put two paddles on his chest, shocked his heart back into rhythm. Imagine how that feels. And then he would know, go back up on his day and then wait till the next time it happens and then go in and get shocked again. Instead of shocking his heart back into rhythm, we made a simple chiropractic adjustment to his thoracic spine and another one to his upper cervical spine. And guess what? His own body started regulating its heart back into rhythm. No zapping or shocking needed. Dysrhythmias, awesome. you know, following one month of chiropractic care, a positive trend in the number of ventricular beats, ischemic events, maximum time in ST segment depression, um, all these things, enhancement of heart rate variability was observed. Findings were measured with a 24-hour ECG. And uh, this, this happened, this was uh, studied and published in 1995 that we've had this research showing that chiropractic care is able to help people regulate the number of ventricular beats and ischemic events. And we've even seen studies showing sudden cardiac death arises from abnormal nerve findings, abnormal nerve firings. The author of this study that was done back in 1995 proposed that mechanical irritation of upper thoracic vertebra um, caused your heart to fire abnormally. In this study, 11 patients without prior history of uh, heart, heart attacks had signs of heart rhythm abnormalities. They received adjustments of their spine. And after one month, their heart rhythm and function was improved and sustained. And the author wrote that the chiropractic care significantly enhanced the cardiac autonomic balance. That's really incredible. So I, I have a question for you about patients that are coming in. Yeah. A, a typical patient that has heart disease, what can they expect or what typically, what, what have you seen happen? Or maybe there's a story that you can think of, or maybe, maybe just generally speaking. Well, so in most cases, these people don't realize that their spines have been deteriorating or had damage in them for years. And, and so there's been a deregulation of their parasympathetic nervous system. And, and that's the one that regulates uh, your heart. And, and especially relaxation and healing to your heart. And so they've had these misalignments and damage in their spine for sometimes 10, 15, 20, or 30 years. And then their symptoms start showing up. And a lot like when people get cancer, 
just because they detected it, your cancer probably has been there. It didn't just happen. It's been there for probably 10, 15 years, right? Right, right. right. That's why it's so devastating so fast. When people get diagnosed with heart disease, that's why sometimes their symptoms are so crazy so quick. Um, we have a neighbor actually that, you know, at a young age in his 30s kept going in and out of tachycardia. And he's had his heart shocked on multiple occasions. And I would just love to be able to help this individual. But sometimes it's getting people to understand that this problem isn't some enigma that just showed up, that maybe that their birth process caused subluxations in their spine and they were born with subluxations. And now they're 30, that this problem's actually been in their body for 30 years. Wow. That their nervous system has been down-regulating and deregulating for over 30 years. And so we need to spend two or three months sometimes of corrective care getting their nervous system healthy. The good news is usually they start responding right away, but it takes consistency before we can start getting their spine to respond and start changing the mechanics and the biomechanics that eventually affect the neurophysiology, the health of the nervous system. And we got to get this sustained. And then in time, the best thing we can do is get them under maintenance chiropractic care after that, where they're getting adjusted every other week or so. Right, right. To keep their nervous system healthy. Really, that's something we should all be doing from birth till death. Right. We should be getting adjusted to keep our nervous systems healthy for the same reason we brush our teeth. We only brush the ones we want to keep. Right? <laughs> you adjust all the segments of the spine and keep them moving, keep them functioning, keep them pliable, keep them in the right positions for the sake that God gave you a spine to protect your nervous system. And it's supposed to move and, and be pliable and healthy. And most people's spines become rigid and fixed and diseased. And then it starts causing disease in their nervous system. So give us a call at 513-755-3583. We, we always offer a special offer for anyone that calls in from the radio station. We have a, a, a discounted rate that we do. It's pretty amazing. We'll do an exam consultation, x-rays, all of that for one low fee that literally is is a, a fraction of what you, you'd spend to go get that same testing done in a hospital. And we do that um, specifically for you guys when you call in. Um, so give us a call, 513-755-3583 to make that appointment. I want to go through a couple of the things. So chiropractic care, you guys are calling, you're making your appointments. we got a few more minutes here. I want to talk about some of the other things that you can be doing to right. set yourself up for success. So we talked about how statin drugs inhibit um, cholesterol, but they also inhibit coenzyme Q10. Right. So you should be taking coenzyme Q10 if you are on a cholesterol-lowering drug. But one of the things that you need to know is that the same exact enzyme called HMG-CoA, uh, so HMG-CoA, that enzyme is what's inhibited in order to decrease cholesterol. That's the one that, that shuts down the production of CoQ10. There's one mineral that you can take that helps to regulate that same thing instead of inhibiting it. So it helps to regulate cholesterol and regulate coenzyme Q10. What is it? It's magnesium. And magnesium in natural salts. So you can take magnesium, which is one of the things that we recommend people doing. But one of the other things you can do is they tell you to cut out what when you have heart disease? Salt. Yeah, salt. But when they say salt, what they mean is table salt. Right. Which the is The white stuff. Yeah, the white stuff is... Uh, sodium, chloride, ferrocyanide, a little bit of table sugar in there so that you get hooked on it. But they don't mean pink salt or Celtic sea salt, which has over 80 different minerals in balance. When you're getting in 80 different minerals, your body can selectively filter out the ones it doesn't want and create balance within the body. But when you're only giving it sodium and chloride, then it creates an imbalance and you're not giving it any of the other minerals it actually needs to help restore and create balance in the body. Right. So table salt bad, pink salt or Celtic gray salt, 
amazing. In fact, it's one of the things you can do to regulate your own blood pressure and cholesterol. I love that. We used to say apple good, donut bad for basic nutrition in the gym. But I love that. Table salt bad, pink salt, Himalayan salt, good. Another one I want you guys to know is that vitamin D has been studied. A Harvard study found that people who had low vitamin D levels had twice the risk of developing a heart attack compared to those who had adequate vitamin D levels. Another study found that taking vitamin D reduced your risk of heart disease. It's clear that vitamin D plays a massive role in helping with heart disease. So we want to do that. And then the last thing you need to avoid that we've been, we've, we've been researching lately are the cardiotoxic effects of wheat. Yes. That wheat turns directly into sugar. And there's tons of studies now showing that there's cardiotoxicity in wheat that literally that the cardiotoxic effects of wheat there have been over 200 documented adverse health effects that happen when we're eating wheat and grains. I love it. You went from preaching to meddling for a lot of our audience with wheat. If you don't know why, go back and listen to our podcast on nutrition a few weeks ago. You can find that on the Apple Podcasts. Search for Align Your Health. You can also go to Dr. Ryan Live, click on Menu, and then Podcast there. If you want to join us at our event... Click, go to Dr. Ryan Live, click on Menu, and then click on Speaking, and you can be at our, our uh, Heart Health event. We're so excited about that. It's going to be awesome, and we want that to be a huge success. So bring your friends, family, neighbors. And that's Tuesday, August 21st at 6 p.m. Also, call us at 513-755-3583 to book your appointment, or check us out on the web at AlignHealthCenter.com. That's it for this week. We'll see you next week. On Align Your Health on 55KRC, the talk station.